Hey everybody, it's Pat Couples and you're listening to the Camp Couples Podcast. Thanks for joining us. It's close to Christmas. There's snow on the ground here in Long Island. We just released our first episode of the Camp Couples Podcast and I received so much wonderful feedback, virtual hugs, text messages, emails, just so much love coming through. We're starting off the podcast by celebrating the holidays, Christmas and beyond. And as I said before, we haven't been in the same room as many people, with a few exceptions. God bless Vermont for keeping their numbers down, for being beautiful. We often go up to visit Lisa Piccarillo in her wonderful Vermont farm home with a adjoining studio. Lisa had written a beautiful Christmas song. She invited me on to share my thoughts and play some guitar. We were able to step out into her studio and get a little moment away from our our respective children, which was much needed at the time. So here is my chat with Lisa Piccarillo Barbiero um, up in Vermont around Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoy it. God only knows the answer. But the devil's gonna get you yet Oh, people have spoken But they're not making no sense Lisa Piccarilla Barbiero That's me Merry Christmas Hey Where are our children right now? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> our children are with our fantastic partners Who are supporting our dreams Our right. hopes and dreams and our dream right now is to record a few minutes of us just talking about the holidays. And so we're very lucky to get a moment here alone today. Indeed. Yeah. Um, let's start with booze. <laughs> oh, you, you need oh, a yeah. drink. What are we drinking tonight? Here's, well, Pat, you just happen to have made some fabulous fresh eggnog mm-hmm. with some shaved nutmeg on top. It's it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. I think we've done a mixture of cognac and bullet bourbon here, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's really doing the trick. And so um, and so we're we're drinking in the holidays, and I also want to get to like favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested if you have any classics that you watch year in year out, what they mean to you, how how you started watching them. What they remind you of? I mean, this this one might be at the top of a lot of people's list, but A Christmas Story was it in our house. There was a marathon. Is I don't know if it's TNT or TBS where they just play the movie uh, like on repeat all TBS, day. TBS, twenty four hours. Twenty four hours of A Christmas Story, and my dad is just a huge Christmas lover. He's uh, it was it was a very endearing quality of my dad's that he would just have the marathon on and no one could change the channel that was the thing um so you'd see it sort of in fits and spurts uh and over the course of the day you would eventually see the whole movie just maybe not in the same order that it was meant to be seen um but i can't go a christmas season without watching that movie um and it's becoming a tradition in our house too not necessarily the marathon but just making sure we fit it into every Christmas. It's just so good. Yeah. It's so good. We've already watched it this year. 
Um, it's early in the season to have to have watched as many Christmas movies as we have, but we're we're going through some stuff right now and Christmas. We need it. <laughs> we need a little Christmas. We need a lot of Christmas, yes. I think. <laughs> uh, my favorite scene is probably where um, they're eating the meatloaf and mom is just doing that really endearing, like resting her chin on her hand pose and show mommy how the piggies eat. And they're just loopy watching oh, man. the boys eat their yeah. meatloaf and mashed potatoes. Oh, man. Yeah, my little guy, Sonny, saw that for the first time this year and he wanted to partake in meatloaf and mashed potatoes so badly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does Luca get it yet? Um, I don't think he's, no. He's really into the Grinch. Um, and he's really into the newest version of the Grinch. I, I think it's Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a very endearing Grinch. I think I think the going back to the Christmas story, like when the parents, when Christmas is settled down and the music's playing and it's and it's dark, it's. When I hear Bing Crosby and I hear like music from the 40s and 50s, I almost feel transported back to that time. As you get older and become a parent, you always find new things to laugh about in that movie and just things that are so relatable in that moment where mom and dad are watching the snow come down and like everything's finally quiet and you know the kids are in bed and they're experiencing their own Christmas magic. It's it's really nice. And my boys added this year, they added the uh, raspberry at the end of Jingle Bells. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, any any traditions that you grew up doing that you remember are happy to be over with? Um, okay, one thing I'm happy to be over with is an artificial tree. <laughs> your parents did the artificial my tree? My parents did the artificial tree, and they they have a very specific Christmas tree style. They put as many ornaments as humanly possible onto their tree. So I'm not even sure if a real tree could support the number of ornaments that go on Mm -hmm. their tree. Um, So that being said, I admire that Christmas style because every ornament has a story. My favorite ornament is the uh, Star Trek ornament, whatever the ship is. I don't even know, but I could... The USS Enterprise. Yeah. That's what it is. Well, this is the shuttlecraft, actually, because it says when you press the button, and it still says it. I mean, this is like from the 80s. Shuttlecraft to Enterprise. Shuttlecraft to Enterprise. Spock here. Happy holidays. Live long and prosper. That's so nice of him. He's a gentleman, Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> so, yes, I love the the new tradition that Seth and I have of going and actually cutting down the tree and honoring the tree in that way, bringing it home and, you know, not as many ornaments, but we still have lots of time to (laughs) build up our collection. My mom worked at a church for a while and they were having a Christmas tree sale. And a few days before Christmas, they had a hundred trees left over. And uh, I'm exaggerating, but (laughs) many, many trees are left in the parking lot. And my brother and I took, uh, one of us had a pickup truck and we filled it with Christmas trees and made a donation. They just said, we need to get rid of these trees. Yeah. If you want one, come and get one. And we had a tree in every room of my house, and oh. it smelled so wonderful. We did uh, kitchen things in the kitchen, 
like cookie cutters. The kitchen tree. The kitchen tree oranges, like just stuff that was around. We had the living room was very, it wasn't Victorian, but it was like an attempt to be Victorian. The downstairs tree had all of like the kids' mementos that we'd made over the years, but it was just magical to have. We had four or five Christmas, uh, upstairs we had a Christmas tree in the hallway. Our first year in this house, I think the first night we spent in this house, we, we had bought it in April, renovated it, you know, into the winter. And I think the first night we spent was like December 1st here. Um, and we moved in when it was only livable in our bedroom and our bathroom upstairs. But I said, we must have a Christmas tree. <laughs> so we got, it was like a three foot tall tree, but we put it in our bedroom and the rest of the house was completely in shambles. Sawdust everywhere, power tools, but there was Christmas to be had in at least one room at the house. It's so great. I know. Okay, so I'm going to break into the interview here because last week we listened to my song, Giving My Christmas, in the middle of the episode. Felt kind of nice. Nice break uh, before we got to the conclusion. And so I'm going to present to you Lisa's brand spanking new Christmas hit, Rising Up the Charts. I don't think there are charts anymore, but that's okay. Uh, this is a song called uh, Bring Your Joy, and it feels very Vermonty. Um, you can just kind of feel the solstice happening here. I hope you enjoy it. I played some guitar on here, but it was it was beautiful before I even stepped into the session. So thank you, Lisa, for this wonderful song. And we'll be back in a moment to finish out our chat. It's been a long, hard year There's no doubt about it So let's lay it down And rest for a while Feels like we lost our cheer Can't go on without
So uh, we met each other through music, and it's one of our greatest uh, just things that we share in our relationship is is centered around it. I sit in your kitchen and play <laughs> Christmas carols as as people scream and things and chaos ensues and children cry. And I, I don't even look at them. Nope. I just look at the page and, and read the chords and keep singing. That's what it's all about. The show must go on. <laughs> Your dad has tons of guitars. Did did he play Christmas music growing up? Mostly he curated the Christmas music. before, Long before there were playlists, there was my dad's... Uh, my dad's choice, whatever, whatever that would be. So I have a lot of great memories of just all the Christmas music, especially 80s Christmas music is near and dear to my heart. Oh, yeah. And, you know, of course, all the classic stuff, the Bing Crosby and the Dean Martin and all that. Um, and I think I can credit Christmas music with teaching me how to sing harmony over the years. Because also when I was in high school, I was in choir, but then I was also in like a small group Christmas choir <laughs> um, for the extra nerdy people. Um, and we would go carol around town or, you know, people would hire us to come sing at their Christmas parties and stuff. And I was just always the alto part, just learning all of the traditional harmonies for all of those great carols. So it's one of my favorite things to do. So good. All right. We've talked enough. I love you very much. I love you too. Wait, I have I have one more thing to add to this okay. because this is our a unique Christmas moment for us. Um, it must have been a couple of years ago uh, that this glorious Christmas Carol book showed up at my house in maybe August or September. <laughs> that's when <laughs> no, I start. That's no when I card, start. no recognition whatsoever. But I knew instantly who had sent me this Christmas book. So this is the Reader's Digest Merry Christmas songbook that we uh, that we always get together and use. And now I have my own copy thanks to you. I found I found my first Reader's Digest because I own two, <laughs> and I've given two away now. I found my first one at a library, like, yard sale um, in Vermont. Of course. Yeah. Yes. A long, long time ago. But it comes with, if you, if you get the right version, it comes with a lyric book, so people can sing along. Classic. And, uh, just amazing. Mm. It, it's only missing um, White Christmas. <gasps> oh. And some 80s hits, but... Right, right. Yeah. But all the other traditional yeah, things are in, in here. So yeah. good. We're going to thumb through the book right now and sing whatever comes to mind. It's not... You don't have to stick around, but... <laughs> we'll be here. We'll be here. Yeah. Until our children come and... Yeah, oh my gosh. Claw us out of here. Yeah. All right. Let's let's have a moment to ourselves, Lisa. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Pat. <laughs> I opened you up to silver bells there. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday style. In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. And children laughing, people passing, meeting smile after smile. And on every street corner you hear 
Silver bells, silver bells, silver bells, silver bells. It's Christmas time in the city. Ring a ling, ring a ling. Hear them ring, hear them ring. Soon it will be Christmas day. You got this one. Strings and street lights, even stop lights, blink a bright red and green as the shoppers rush home with their treasures. Hear the snow crunch, see the kids bunch. This is Santa's big scene, and above all this bustle, you hear silver bells. Santa Claus is busy now because it's Christmas time in the city. Ring a ling, ring a ling, hear them ring, hear them ring. Soon it will be Christmas day. Silver bells, silver bells, silver bells. It's Christmas time in the city. Ring a ling, ring a ling. Hear them ring, hear them ring. Soon it will be Christmas day. Thanks. Yeah, singing songs and drinking nog. Mm-hmm. Don't nog it till you try it. <laughs> Really using our noggins here. <laughs> so that was Lisa and I singing some music in a room without our kids around. It was almost like a vacation. <laughs> I miss it so much. Not having kids around. Um, and that is one of the wonderful things about doing this podcast is I kind of like go off by myself and edit and record. Uh, there's not a whole lot of me time. And and in the last episode, Naki and I almost felt like we were on a date. There were mics up. We were not in a in a restaurant in New York or New Orleans or uh, some other fabulous place where we love to eat food. But um, we were sitting there and we were away from our children. Take what you can, people. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, and uh, we'll be back in a couple days with a new episode of Camp Couples. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you continue to do so. Uh, Maybe the podcast will continue. Who knows? And God bless us, everyone.